This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. That's right. It's going to be February 21st on 2015, so that's next year coming up. So mark your calendars mark now. Mark it now. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's right. There's going to be sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. Free for all ages. A life-size TARDIS, yo. A life-size TARDIS is going to be there. Also, a life-size Cylon battleship from the original 1970s Battlestar Galactica. It's going to be a lot of fun for you and the whole family. And on top of that, they're showing Star Trek IV, The Voyage Voyage Home, Home. on the two, count them, two-story theater wall. So it's going to be awesome. Come out and bring your friends and tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have... Deuce, what's going on, man? Kyle Deuce is here, and we are one parts. Together, we form the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. That is our podcast. We bring it to you twice a week, just for your listening pleasure. We love doing this. It is made by fans, for fans, and of course, each episode of the Happy Hour, almost each episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the patented Happy Deuce Salute. So start us off, Deuce. Here you go, brother. <sighs> good times. Very good times, sir. Very good times. So, of course, when you listen to this podcast, we talk about a lot of different things. Um, we talk about wrestling and pop culture, technology, and whatnot, but we love video games. We do. A big majority of our episodes have been about video games, and that's something that we're very passionate about and a big hobby of ours. There's been a lot going on in the video game world. Yeah, there has been. Usually, you know, to be honest with you, December can be a slow month, especially late in December. Well, because there's not a lot of games that come out in December. Everything's already dropped already, the holiday season. Usually the end of December, there's nothing really dropping because, you know, it's dropped earlier in the month, so people buy it for Christmas. But, man, we've been hit with news after news after news of video games lately. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we have the Video Game Awards this year. Brand new. Brand new. Hopefully they'll annualize it because it's a pretty darn good award show. Yeah, Jeff Keeley knows what he's doing, man. Yeah, well, he he actually it's kind of like uh, you know he he was a former G four employee back yeah. in the day and uh, awesome guy. He knows his stuff. He, he's 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 been in the industry for a long time. Started game trailers. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he he's awesome. And uh, the he had done something called VGX last year, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, which VGX, if you don't know, exactly, it was basically uh, the Spike TV did the Video Game Awards every year. Right. Last year, they decided to change it to the VGX. And instead of airing it live like they had done every year on Spike, they were going to do it online only. Which was to my dismay, because last year I went to Player One to watch the VGX, and they said they weren't showing it. I'm like, well, it's on Spike. And they're like, no, no, it's not. And I, because I didn't have a smartphone at the time. I had to hit up a lot of my friends like, hey, where is it? Where is it? And they're like, oh, it's only live streaming. And they didn't have the stream up. So I was like, fuck. So I missed a lot of big video game announcements. But now that Jeff Keighley's doing it, um, this year he didn't do it with, you know, 
a Spike TV, which is interesting because yeah. they usually do all of his right. uh, game trailer stuff, and he does all their stuff for E3 right. on Spike TV. I'm hoping because of the traction it got this year, maybe next year it'll be back on Spike TV. Well, with the video game awards, of course there are awards, and there's also news that gets kind of segmented in between. Each. Oh yeah. So I thought we would go over some of the categories uh, of the nominees and who actually end up winning. Yeah. Because there's definitely some controversial winners. Oh, uh, definitely. In this, uh, best fan creation, Deuce and I aren't really. We didn't really know any of these really. Uh, no. Which the winner was Twitch plays Pokemon um, by anonymous, uh, not anonymous, not the uh, not the uh, hackers, <laughs> but not the hacker group. No, but no, it was like this cool little Twitch thing where everyone got yeah. to take a turn um, and you know beat the game of Pokemon. Yeah. It, it was okay. But trending gamer, Deuce and I don't really know a lot of the like the geek gamers yeah. out there on YouTube. So Total Biscuit won, if that means anything to you. Yeah. Uh, esports team of the year, uh, Ninjas and Pajamas, Counter Strike Go. So uh, right. I, I used to play Counter Strike way back in the day, but I haven't been versed in it in forever. That's uh, let me put my nerd hat on. That's actually Counter Strike Global Offense. Not oh Go. snap! So uh, for you e gamers out there, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. So of course, uh, esports player of the year, Matt uh, Nadeshot Hag Hag Call of Duty. So uh, he he was the uh, esports player. Obviously, ones that affect us will. He's get still no Padaway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm a big fan of uh, the Smash Brothers esports stuff. Uh, yeah, and uh, big fan of uh, Mewtwo King. He he's an awesome uh, esports player. He he's phenomenal. So uh, most anticipated game was interesting. Most anticipated game for next year, of course. Uh, you have Batman Arkham Arkham Knight. You okay. have Bloodborne. Yeah, Evolve. Uncharted Four, Thief's End, yeah. and then of course uh, the I actually w- voted on this. Did so you? yeah, I did. Okay. I actually went online and voted on this. So I'll be excited to see who won. Uh, the Witcher Three, Wild Hunt, yeah. and of course the winner for the most anticipated game by the fans, yeah, was The Witcher Three. Good, because to be honest with you, that is who I voted for, and I'm going to tell you why. Everybody else in that category has very big marketing campaigns. They do. You know who doesn't? Witcher Three. But if they can slap on their box that they're the most anticipated game of the year by the Video Game Awards, that's a big deal. That's a big uh, feather in your cap, if you will. Exactly. And this also segues into a topic that I was going to talk about in a later episode. But since we're talking about The Witcher 3 now, The Witcher 3, CD Projekt Red, which is the company that's doing the, uh, the game, they pretty much came out and just leveled everybody. Because, you know, Deuce and I did an episode... We did an episode about the first day launches, just games as being broken. broken. And they pretty much, they came out with a quote saying, we know what we have to do. We just have to do it. We don't want to release the game with bugs that undermine the gameplay, mm-hmm. i.e. Drive Club, Assassin's Creed Unity, Halo, the Master Chief Collection, and all the big name launches. They go, we're going to take some extra time, and we're going to delay our launch to May 19th. So they pushed back. I mean, Three it's pushed months. back. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. But they pretty much just said, hey, we don't want our next big game broken. Yeah. I, I don't blame them. My hat's off to them because. If well, that is their game. That is the yep. only game they make is Witcher. So right. if the next Witcher does amazing, they can make another game. If exactly. the Witcher tanks, that studio is done. Yep. Period. So uh, hats off to uh, Project 
CD Projekt Red for yeah. uh, for that, and also for winning. You know, because they do win an award, they yeah. actually get a physical award that they get to show at their studio. Hey, and they we can won. put it on their their game so box. Good job. Um, next one, I'm just going from the bottom up. Yeah, games for change. Uh, I'm not. Sh- do you know what that means? No clue. I don't know. If is it games that are made for cheap? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Oh no, games made to change. Okay, I got you. I know what this is now. Okay. Games made it for change, like i.e. orientation or violence or stuff like that. Game like that were kind of had like topics in it that would like change. Oh, that were topical. Topical and, and like, all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the uh, mountain, never alone, the Last of Us, Left Behind, dealt with. Le- uh, oh, les- lesbianism. Uh, lesbianism. Uh, or, um, same-sex couples? Yeah, stuff like that. Sorry, guys. We I, don't know I, what the correct term is. Yeah, we're trying to be PC, so if we didn't use the right term, please don't get mad. We're, yeah. we're, we're trying. Uh, two, two females that, that of the same sex uh, that, that, that like each other's company. Same-sex couple. Yeah. Same-sex couple. Uh, dealt with that. Uh, the War is Mine, and then uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, and that dealt with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Literally changed as in war. World yeah. War One. It was crazy. Uh, ended up taking the award, Valiant Hearts, uh, The Great War, by Ubisoft. Yeah, same people who made uh, Child of Light, which fantastic game. So uh, yeah, please don't get us any hate mail about le- lesbianism. I guess that's, I don't know if that's PC or politically correct, but yeah. we we didn't know what the correct word is for that. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, the LBGT community understands what we're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, games for change. Uh, Valiant Hearts took home the award. Now this is a taboo topic: best score slash soundtrack. And uh, yeah, uh, lots of great scout soundtracks. So everyone on this well, list. Tell me who who is listed. Who are the nominees? Let's ask that. All question. right, we have from um, Supergiant Games, um, Transistor. We have Sunset Overdrive. Okay. We have Child of Light. Okay. We have Alien Isolation, and we have Destiny. Okay. I see a clear cut winner. <laughs> Who's your clear cut winner? Destiny. Yeah, clear cut winner, of course, Destiny. Uh. I've been on record saying that Destiny is the best original video game soundtrack since 2011 Skyrim by Jeremy Soule. This guy, uh, Martin O'Donnell, and this is taboo because Martin O'Donnell no longer works. Works for Bungie. Doesn't doesn't work for Bungie anymore. So it was like, you know, he he had the huge Halo, you know, franchise and and all that stuff. And now 343 Studios has taken over that. So, like, he had this huge, you know, pedigree with with, um, Bungie forever. And, of course, he's no longer on the project. So it was kind of weird. But he was a clear-cut winner, in my opinion. No other score that year soundtrack was, was that good. So... So who won? I guess is Destiny the next question. Won. Oh well, Destiny. thank God. Yeah, because if yeah, not, yeah. I would have rioted. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, he would have rioted. Like, yeah, like that. That's not even a. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a question. Okay, next topic is developer of the year. We have Blizzard, who does the World yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Monolith. We have Telltale. We have Ubisoft, Montreal, and we have Nintendo. I think I knew who won this category. I don't know if that's. But who I, I feel like there's category. one that's like. Like the big gun is in here, like yeah, uh, Nintendo. Nintendo you mean? won, yeah. yeah. Like well, all the other ones, yeah, are, don't I mean, no, yeah. don't knock the other ones, but Nintendo yeah. is like up here, and I'm doing a hand high in the yeah. air motion. And not, but not, it almost seems like they should have been in another category or something because Nintendo. I mean, we have said this before when we've talked about the Wii U. 
Nintendo is built around first-party products. Exactly. They sell their system on first-party products. Exactly. Mario Kart 8, Super Smash, Smash, Smash Brothers. Zelda. Or, yeah, Zelda. Metroid, etc. Yeah, that's yeah. what sells systems. So to... But they had a really good year. So I think that's, they I think that's I why they that. won. They yeah. had a really good year. Yeah. So... But I do agree with Deuce. I mean, that's that should have been a separate category. But or the, an it's not fair too something. because Nintendo is in this category. Telltale's had a great year too. Don't get me wrong. They had the Wolf Among Us. They had the the Walking Dead season two. They also had the the new Game of Thrones game that just came out. It's doing really well. Yeah. They have the Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah, so Telltale yeah. is really like I mean they've been batting a thousand for a late. small company. They've been, well they, they're growing now. Well they're but growing they, now. They started off for, small because they started very very small yeah. with the first. Uh, Walking Dead game, and I remember when the first Walking Dead Day game come out, came out, I didn't know how well it was going to do, because they're like, so you mean I've got to buy it $5 every episode, well, it was, I've got to buy was, five episodes? It was back and, when episodic yeah. games were not really the norm. Yeah, it was brand new, so like we didn't know how to wrap our head around it, but well, they had, they had they had the Sonic, uh, Sonic 4 Episode 1 came out, and there was a couple other games that did episodic. Uh, Strong Bad uh, had a couple episodic uh, games for the Wii, but it was the first one that was really marked mainstream. Mainstream, yeah, because so. I had never heard of an episodic game right. until then. So, um, but yeah, so Nintendo, congrats, Nintendo. We love you yeah. here at the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Next category is best mobile slash handheld game, and Deuce is not really gonna be able to chime in too much on these. Probably um, not. But I'll give you the categories and. And, of course, we're going to tell you if we agree with these. And so far, we've agreed with them. I've agreed. If we, if we, if we differ, we'll let you guys know. Uh, Bravely Default, Hearthstone, Monument Valley, Super Smash Brothers for 3DS, okay. and 3s. Now, just give you guys... Won? Well, let me give you guys okay. some reference here. Bravely Default is uh, a fantastic game. I loved it. It was uh, Square Enix's game for the 3DS. It's kind of like Final Fantasy, but like old school Final Fantasy. Uh, pay, paid homage to the original Final Fantasy, so I really liked it. Monument Valley was this cool kind of like um, platformer that was weird, and you turn the. It, it, it's hard to explain, but it was yeah. really neat. Uh, Super Smash Bros. 3DS. Obviously, you guys need to go and check out our review for that. Yeah. We loved it. Uh, Threes is this awesome mobile game with like has math, but in a cool, innovative way, and yeah. uh, really neat. Um, and then, of course, Hearthstone. Hearthstone, which is really, really big, is huge. Yeah. Uh, it's from Blizzard. Yeah. People who do World of Warcraft, and I, I've actually played Hearthstone. I really like Hearthstone, but the problem is, I never found time to really sit down and play it on PC. But now they got they just announced a they just announced an Android version. Now I have my tablet, oh, so okay. I'm really looking forward to playing it on that. But uh, it, it it sold really well on iPad, so that's why it's considered a handheld because yeah. technically. Before that, it was PC only. Yeah, uh, Hearthstone won in the category. Well, Although a lot of people fair. were kind of upset that Smash Brothers didn't win it, but well, I will say Hearthstone yeah. just appeals to a larger audience. Yeah, yeah, and the Blizzard, Blizzard's got a hardcore fan base. I will mm-hmm. say that, and mm-hmm. Blizzard, I mean Blizzard sells games, man. They do. They know how to make um, products, good products. Okay, the next will be Taboo for sure, uh, and our friend Nate will not agree with this. Uh, <laughs> You've heard Nate Rapert. He's been on our uh, uh, as a guest on a couple of episodes, but he will definitely not agree with this. A winner, best online experience, <laughs> and uh, Deuce definitely uh, is more of an online guy than I am. So I want you to chime in on these: okay. uh, Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, okay, Dark Souls Two, okay, Destiny, okay, Hearthstone, okay, and Titanfall. Ooh, um, who do you think won? 
Who do I think won? Destiny. Who do I think should have won? Call of Duty. Okay. The the winner is Destiny, and yeah. that's going to – I rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, I, I like Destiny. I actually was recently playing it the other day. Yeah. I, I ended up playing for a couple of hours. Uh, I still enjoy it. It's a game that I don't play every night now because no. I'm at level 26 now, and so, like, it's and harder. you're in the grind. You're, you're in the, the grind. heavy, heavy yeah. grind. Yeah. So We're not talking about the Eric Nice MTV, the grind. No. We're talking about this. <laughs> th- that's an old school throwback for you guys that remember 98. But uh, no, you're in the, the heavy RPG grind when you're at that level of. Right. Uh, exactly. You know. So Destiny 1, um, it's it's kind of a mixed reaction from the crowd because some people are like Deuce and I. We enjoy Destiny, but we don't play it every night anymore. We got to no. a point where we're like, all right, we're going to put it on the shelf for a little bit. Let, you know, We'll come back to it when we need to. It's yeah. comfort food or whatever. It so. is, and we'll be having, I'm sure, a future episode about Destiny because uh, the new Destiny DLC it's came out, out, and yeah. we've got a lot we want to say about that, but yeah. that's for a future episode. So yeah. keep your peepers peeping. For that one. And your ears open. Yeah. All right. Next category is best family game. Eesh. And that's kind of a, a weird category because that's kind of uh, best family game is pretty subjective, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hear here's the categories Disney Infinity 2.0. Okay. Um, Fantasia Music Evolved, which is a connect only game. Yeah. Mario Kart 8. Okay. Skylanders Trap Team. Okay. And Tomodachi Life, which I think Tomodachi Life is the weird one on the category. That's that's a 3DS game. Um, yeah. It sold really well in the United States, uh, but I think it sold a million, million copies in the United States. So that was a lot. But to uh, me, it sounds like a two-way tie so far because to me, it would be between the the Disney 2.0, uh, Disney Infinity, excuse me, and it would be between that and um, Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8, yeah. Mario Kart yeah. 8 ended up winning. And yeah, that and that's is, fair. I, I think I it's fair. Yeah. It's a really fun game. Anyone can pick up and play. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. And I actually think it's more accessible than Smash Brothers because Smash Brothers has that like preconceived competitive edge. Yeah. You know, where people but really anybody will pick up Mario Kart. Anyone can Kart. pick up Mario Kart 8. Which actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, they had a big update today. Uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Player One Video Game Bar, talk about them all the time. They were nice enough to let us come over and do our photo shoot over there at their bar. Great place. They removed the Xbox One from behind the bar. Why? They moved it to the video game lounge. Oh. So behind the bar now, they have two Wii U's. Interesting. What, exactly. For Smash Brothers. It, Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Right. Which I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because... Yeah. What are the games? Get groups of people together. Get groups of people together, and it's easy for anybody to pick up. Like, oh, I'm Joe Schmo. I don't I haven't played video games in a while. What can yeah. I play easily? Right. Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. So like now our friend, our yeah. friend Robert, um, he he's an old school gamer. He hasn't yeah. really played anything. He has a Wii, but yeah. he hasn't really played anything really new. But he he can he knows what Mario Kart is. Yeah. He knows how to pick up a Mario Kart and play it exactly. Because he played with us the last time yeah, we went he to, yeah. to Player One. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so good times, good times. Um, Mar- congrats to Mario Kart 8. So Nintendo is getting some recognition at this award. Yeah. So congrats to Nintendo. They deserve it. They put out some great products. Yeah, uh, so quality year. products. Next category is one that is close to my heart. My favorite genre of video games. Can Deuce guess what my favorite genre of video games RPGs. is? RPGs. Exactly. The Deuce knows me since 97. The guy knows where my heart is. Uh, <laughs> that sounded kind of weird. <laughs> he knows where my heart is. And uh, this is best role-playing game or RPG. Okay. And these are all fantastic RPGs, although I didn't play one of them. Okay. Um, 
We have Barely Default, which I talked about earlier. Yeah. It's Square Enix. Pays homage to Final Fantasy. Really enjoyed it. Dark Souls 2. I like it, but it's not my type of RPG. It's super it, hard. It's hard. I don't mind says. a challenge, but it's just like... At a certain point, you're just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Divinity. Really, really decent um, RPG. Um, Google it. Uh, it's kind of... Um, I don't want to go into details in that right moment, but uh, Google it. Really cool. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, which is the new game uh, from uh, Bioware, the people yeah. that brought you Mass Effect and uh, Solar Republic, and then a South Park: The Stick of Truth, which yeah. is a fantastic game. Yeah, fantastic game. So I think anyone can really win in this category. They're all solid RPGs. Um, who do you think won? I think it's going to be Dragon Age. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition won, which which I have a lot of problems with, but okay. Why? What's your problems with it, Tommy? My problem is this. Because I don't know when we're going to drop this episode. I'm going to well, speak we're gonna kind do, of vaguely. We're going to do a review of yeah, it later. Exactly. I'm getting my hands on a copy. Yeah, uh, you're getting it for Christmas. I'm getting it for Christmas, so yeah, yay. Which is awesome. Um, uh, to me, it hasn't baked yet, if you will. Like, it's, it hasn't been on the market long enough. Like, it's only been out two weeks Yeah. Uh, at the time of recording. We're, we're recording right now. At the time of the award show, it only been out a week. So, it's like, well, shit. It's, but it's fan... Voting, you know, people were voting it. Well, no, 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 no. Those votes were not fan votes. Those votes were uh, uh, critic votes. These are critic votes. Yes, the only category for the video game awards that you could vote on was most anticipated game. Oh, everything gotcha. else was critics. Oh, okay. Now that's the only reason I am giving them a little leeway because the critics, I'm sure, had their copies probably for a month, oh, they've, maybe they've even two. They've had plenty of time to dive into so it. So they've had plenty of time to dive into it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm giving them a free pass, but I'm not giving them a free pass. If that yeah. makes any sense, like yeah. I'm giving, I'm cutting them some but, slack. But it helps Dragon Age Inquisition out. Oh, it, it helps Dragon oh, yeah. Age. Inquisition out extremely because yep. now they can throw that on the cover art when yep. they publish a game. Yep. You know, okay, now I go to best role playing be- game, video game awards, yeah, 2014. and it's bam, it's yep. right there on the cover when I go to buy it at Best Buy, mm-hmm. which makes me want to buy it. But you know, the game's only been out a week for consumers, and it makes it look a little shady. This will be make my any sense? this will be my Christmas game that I'm going to play, and yeah. I'm going to um, give you guys a dedicated review. Uh, anyone that knows me knows that I sink a lot of hours into RPGs. Yeah, uh, yeah. So definitely, you'll get my full in-depth review probably in January, to be honest. Yeah. So look out for that. Which, But before we go to the next car- category, I want to say this, in case maybe there's quite possibly any video game producers out there that are listening to us out there and can hear the sound of our voice. Please, please, please port South Park The Sick of Truth over to Xbox One and to PlayStation 4. Because if you will port it to X or PlayStation Four, I will buy a copy of South Park Stick of Truth, but well, I am not buying it for an Xbox well, Three Sixty or PS Three. I, I was I have it for PC because yeah. it was easy for me to port. Uh, oh yeah, but it was like the they have it on sale right now. At, yeah, for sixteen dollars, which is an awesome on price. Steam or well, something. No, on PlayStation Three. Oh wow, great price! Yeah. But I'm like, God, I have to go boot up my PC, PlayStation Three. And you've got to, I would I love, update it. And I would all that. love to have it on PS4. I would play yeah. it in a heartbeat, like Deuce said. I would be buying that day one. So day one. And the thing is, for them, it's not like they've got to update it graphically. I mean, it's South Park. I mean, come on. Yeah. But we're both. I I think we can say pretty huge fans of the South oh, Park yeah, show. Oh yeah, we love South Park. Love the show. Um, you know, you don't need to update it graphically. All you've got to do is make sure it can play in a PS4, which should be a cakewalk. And I'll tell you what, if you were smart, drop it at a $40 price point, I'll buy it day one. 
and well, spend forty dollars. I, I, I would even say drop it thirty bucks. Because, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're getting forty bucks now on PS3, so yeah. I'd say drop it thirty dollars. Hell, twenty dollars. You'd sell a ton of copies because they've well, already they, made they could their do money. that, and they could they've do it digitally. Like you can right. only buy it digitally in the PS4, and it's twenty bucks. That's just extra padding and extra money. Yeah, it, it, it's all extra money because they've already made their money because they they've already shipped everything yeah. out to the uh, stores and and all that stuff. So they made their money. Which I will say a big shout out to Trey Parker, who won the uh, Performer of the Year. For the video game awards, uh, his uh, speech that he gave for the winning the award was probably the best speech of the whole uh, show because he he basically walked up to the podium and what he said is he said, um, you know, I, before I was a cartoonist, before I you know uh, was a writer, I was a gamer and I've always been a gamer. I've always been a gamer at heart. And he said the reason that uh, gaming is the highest form of art. Is this is the only way I could beat Kevin Spacey in an acting category is for a game? And then he kind of just basically dropped the mic and walked off with the award because, of course, Trey Parker was nominated him and Kevin Spacey both for best performance in a video game. And I just thought that was so cool that he was like, you know, I've been a gamer forever, and this spoilers, is the only way, yeah. Kyle. You mentioned one of our. That's cool. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But it was the only way I could beat Kevin Spacey in acting yeah, was, was because funny. of that. And it, they said he did something like sixty different voices in that damn game, or oh, something yeah. ridiculous. I don't, I don't doubt it. All right, so let's get on to the next category because we could yeah. talk about these categories for hours. Yeah. Uh, best shooter, we have Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Okay. Destiny. Okay. Far Cry Four. Okay. Titanfall. Okay. And Wolfenstein the New Order. Which let me preface my comments. Wolfenstein the New Order surprise. It is awesome. Yeah. You, you let me borrow it. I was blown away by it. I was like, holy crap, yeah. this game looked great. It played great. Yeah. That is a game that's that should be on your radar. Yeah. Like it is it is it's not gonna win any game of game of the year awards, but it is fantastic. Well so. spoiler alert, we're doing a top five video game of the year episode very very soon and i can't say exactly but i've got a feeling that it might sneak on to uh some people's radars maybe for well, the top we'll, five we'll games we'll find out yeah who do you think won best shooter i want it to be call of duty because that's who deserves to win i think it's going to be destiny because it seems like destiny is steamrolling these categories but we'll see you'll be happy to know it is not either or it is far cry 4 Wow, that rhymed. Wow. <laughs> okay, I just made that, it rhyme. Actually, I can live with that because I'll tell you what. Right now, I, I'm basically knee-deep in Far Cry 4. I've been playing it like crazy, and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Like, yep. a.k.a., uh, spoiler alert number two, I can tell you one game that is definitely going to be in my top five games, and that is Far Cry 4. All right, Caduce, don't, don't, give, don't give away. Don't give it away. Give him the appetizer, but don't give him away. Well, you know, I'm just saying. Give him a game it, the main it, course now. It, well, it's, it's going to be up there because... Damn it, that game's fun. And I I don't know, lately I've just been so sick and tired of playing games that haven't been fun. So when I get a game that I really enjoy and I'm like, man, this is fun. I'm having a good time. Like, yeah. that really makes me excited in that game I'm having so much fun with. Hopefully I'll play Far Cry 4 in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to. It's just um, $60 is scarce. No, uh, I feel you on that. But, uh... Yeah, so congrats to Ubisoft for doing Far Cry 4. Very, very big congrats to Ubisoft because that game was awesome. The next category is weird. Best sports slash racing game. 
I don't. That's think weird. That's there fair. should have been a racing game category and a sports yeah, category. Yeah, because you've got one that's just going to trump them all. Like, yeah. there's not even a competition. Yeah, FIFA 15. Yeah. Forza Horizon 2. Yeah. Mario Kart 8. Oh. NBA 2K15. That's 15, not even fair. Trials Fusion. That's you not put fair. Mario Kart 8 in there. That's, <laughs> it's so, let me guess, Mario Kart 8. <laughs> they won, trounced. yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't even Bull like. Bullshit. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to the other games. They all they all did really well, and all of the games deserve to be in the category. But it's like uh, they got that's big. not even that's a joke. And also the next category, you know who the winner is? Best fighting game. You don't even yeah. have you don't even have to. I don't even have to name Super Smash. Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Jesus. Super Smash because it's phenomenal. Okay, well, I mean, tell me who at least was in Killer the running. Killer Instinct Gold Season Two. Yeah. Persona Four Arena Ultimax. Okay. Oh wow! Super Smash Brothers 3DS. Okay. Ultra Street Fighter 4, and then, of course, yeah. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, and Smash Brothers for the Wii U one. So. Yeah. Uh, and definitely check out our review. Our review has been out for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, we loved it. Yeah. Excellent. Nothing against the other games. We don't own an Xbox One, <laughs> so we, not, we never got to really... We, we got to play Season 1 of Killer Instinct at Player One, but we yeah. never really got to check it out in depth. No. So congrats to Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. So, so far, yes. it seems like Nintendo has a good presence here at yeah. the Game Awards. They've won best. De- they've won best developer. They've they've won for best family game. They've won for best racing game. Yeah. They've won now for best fighting game. So they're winning a bunch of awards. They are. So Nintendo is doing great. Best action slash adventure game. Now this is going to have a l- little bit a little bit of a controversy. I think. Uh, Alien Isolation. Okay. Assassin's Creed Unity. Okay. Bayonetta Two. Okay. Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. Okay. And Sunset Overdrive. Okay, I know who shouldn't win. Um, I guess the next question is who should win because I know who should not. Well, if it were me voting, I would go Bayonetta two because that's one of the best. And, and we did a. We did I would a say either that or the Shadows of Mordor. Right, Bayonetta two is fantastic, yeah. and we did a review recently uh, in tandem with Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. But Assassin's Creed Unity should not be on this no, list. No, not at all. And neither should Alien Isolation, because I don't consider this an adventure Both of those game. were pretty much in the hunko shit category. Well, but al- yeah, but also Alien Isolation is is a survival horror. Yeah, it's not an adventure game. I don't consider an action no. adventure game. And no. what's the action of opening doors? Excuse yeah. me. That's I not mean, an act- wow, that's <laughs> awesome. And, and maybe occasionally using a flamethrower. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I've got a blowtorch. Although, I, 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 I do... I do I do want to play Sunset Overdrive when I get my Xbox Yeah, one. the Sunset Overdrive did look really, really that cool. That looks a lot of fun. And, and Nate, who was on a previous episode, had said that Sunset Overdrive is a lot of fun and really, really cool. So, so Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor 1. Good, because everybody said that's really, really good. It's a game yeah. that I want to play when it drops in price. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? I hate to say that, but it's a game I, I want to play. But well, when see, it for me, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I've never seen the Hobbit movies. You don't so have I don't, to know anything, yeah. which is great. So uh, it looks like a cool game, but because I don't know like the universe, that's the only reason I'm shying away from it. Right. But then again, I know the universe of Alien, and that game sucked balls. So, <laughs> you know, it, that's not necessarily mean it's a good game just because it's, you know, in a universe I like, so... The next category is interesting. I've never seen. I've never really seen this category before. Best remastered game, oh, and every single game in this category is AAA, like amazing. Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. You and I love the hell out of that. Yeah. Master Chief uh, Collection, which other than its online issues, I heard it was really good. Yeah. The Last of Us Remastered, which is excellent. 
Uh, Pokemon uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I don't own it yet. Yeah. And then you just picked up Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh, five yeah. So, so basically everything in this category that is on a PS4 I've bought. So, and every one of these yeah. is solid games that worth it's your time. Very, very solid. Who do you think won? I'm hoping it's Grand Theft Auto Five because yeah. it deserved it. Because holy shit, that, that game looks amazing. The first person view looks amazing. The too. first person view is amazing, and let me say this, and I hope I don't poo-poo on anybody's shoes. When I played The Last of Us Remastered on the PS4, I was like, okay, this is PS4 graphics, but I was not wowed. PS3 well, graphics, you mean? No, no, no. I mean, it was on the PS4. Oh, okay. but that's what I'm talking. The remastered edition. Right. But I'm saying the upgrade from PS3 to PS4, it was like, okay, well, this is a PS4 game, but it wasn't like, wow. Well, because the PS3 version had pushed itself to the max. Yeah. You know? Like, it looked good already yeah. on PS3. But when you put Grand Theft Auto Five in your PS4 and load it up, it looks like a brand new fucking game. It is a night and day difference from when I played it on the Xbox 360 to the PS4. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, the, the weather effects are different. The lighting's different. The first-person mode makes it completely different. It's a night and day different game. It's a whole, Literally, as I'm playing it now, even though I've already beat it on the, P, on the 360, it's a whole new game to me. Even though I've played the story and beat the right. game, it's completely new experience. So it was That's totally awesome. worth the money. So there you go. Grand Theft Auto V wins Best Remaster. And, of course... Kyle already mentioned earlier, Trey Parker won for Best Performance. Totally deserved. Best Narrative, um, which is the story that's being written, essentially, across the whole game. Um, South Park, The Sick of Truth, Walking Dead Season 2, The Wolf Among Us, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, and Wolfenstein, The New Order. So a lot of really good categories in there. So uh, what do you think, Deuce? Who do you think won? Say maybe Walking Dead one or Valiant Hearts because both Hearts those one, yeah. did it okay because yeah. va- everybody said the story for Valiant Hearts is really I have a tear it, jerker unfortunately. yeah and our good friend Jason from Ubisoft uh, Jason Koontz uh, <coughs> he uh, he said it was really good so we'll yeah. have to check it out okay best independent game and and to, for me this is there is one game that sticks out from the rest for me personally now yeah. Kyle doesn't really play indie games so he may not have much of a you know much of a you know, input on this. Right. Uh, you got Broken Age, Act One, Monument Valley, which we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. Shovel Knight, Transistor, and The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Uh, do you even know who any of these games? No. Okay. Uh, here's my preview. My my uh, little uh, sneak preview of my games of the year. Okay. One of these is on here. A damn mobile game? A damn... Independent game, yep. Oh, indie game. I'm sorry. I keep thinking phone game and indie game. We're going to have well, a long discussion, yeah. Deuce, with the, when we do our best of <laughs> at the end of the year. Yeah, but I can see that because most of mine are going to be AAA titles. Oh, I got yeah. a feeling you're going to have a couple little sneaker creepers that are yep. going to be indie games. And the winner for best independent game and also going to be my top five games of the year, Shovel Knight. Yeah, you showed me Shovel Knight, and it looked really cool. I got to give credit where credit's due. You showed it to me on your PS4, and it looked cool as shit. Okay, and the last one, of course, uh, which has... um, It's controversial. Very, very controversial. Game of the Year. Uh, Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, Hearthstone, and Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. And, of course, 
the the winner is Dragon Age Inquisition, but it also falls in the same category which you mentioned earlier. It's too new to really put for too game new of the year for game, the of, the game year. of the whole year. Yeah, and on top of play. that, yeah, and on top of that, my problem is just the nominees for game of the year. That's bullshit. Like that, though none of those. Well, maybe one or two of those games should be game of the year contenders. The rest, yeah, fuck that. Hearthstone Bayonetta, game of the year. Come on, Bayonetta two definitely deserves that category for game of the year. Um, uh, we'll see. That's where me and you would beg to differ. But then again, I've never played it, so that that's not fair. But I'm just saying, out of those categories right there, there's only one, maybe two, that deserves to be in that category of game of the year because that's that's a big honor. Game of the year. That is yeah. that is your that's your that your Oscar basically. That's your your movie of the year. That's your you know. And none of those have the right. What's to be your there. game of the year? Uh, trick question. I'm yeah, not gonna make you answer. Yeah, now. we're gonna have a whole podcast on that, but, but I can tell you right now, we'll come back to it. And none of those. Are okay, on my I list was gonna ask. None of them are on there. Okay, so that's the video game awards. I really enjoyed it, but one huge piece of news that came out of the video game awards huge. was was the Zelda Wii U footage. Or do you have another uh, topic that came out? No, okay. no, I, d- I didn't yeah. know that the the, the I, I very, saw the footage on Kotaku, end, but I didn't. Yeah, the very end, yeah. uh, they have uh, Miyamoto um, on there, and he's talking about the new Zelda Wii U. Huge news <laughs> because it's coming out. They said next year. I was oh, like, wow, that's another thing for you to buy your big drop, big drop. And uh, they also said they also dropped in there that Star Fox for the Wii is coming out. I'm like, whoa, big title, big title. So, uh. very very exciting. Um, it, this let me first. I'm not. You guys go check out the video. First thing that blew me away was how large the map is. It is like I won't say Skyrim large, but it's huge. So that got me really, really excited. It looks gorgeous. I wish they would have had an HD rendering of it so I could see it in HD. Oh, why? Did, was it just like them showing it on a TV and then? Yeah. The, okay, so. Yeah. It wasn't a fully... Okay. No, you couldn't okay. see the full rendered uh, video in HD, so I was like, oh. oh okay. But it looked really, really cool. So that was a huge news. We haven't seen it actually working in motion uh, up until this point. So E3, you think? E3 will have some sort of big drop. E3 yeah. will have the date at E3. The, the release date, you think? The release date, okay. easily. And so, some full actual Oh, yeah, full, full video. demo. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. So I thought this was a bang-up Game Awards. I had, I had a lot of fun watching it. It was really good. Um and uh, hopefully they do another one next year. So For sure. So before we take a small break, or, we're going to take a small break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the PlayStation experience. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Amber Johnson with Rarity Photography. Nothing gets Amber Johnson more excited than an amazing picture. She's got affordable pricing. She makes sure that her clients are valued and is a top priority. She always makes sure to give direction when she shoots. It's her job to make sure you know exactly what to do and how to do it. Quality you can count on for five years of experience. With so many people out there calling themselves professionals, it's important to hire someone that knows their camera and knows what they're doing. Each session comes with a free CD of edited images. Don't forget, you always need pictures for your high school seniors, engagements, weddings, families, newborns, children's, and special events, including the holidays. And you can get a hold of Amber Johnson with Rarity Photography at Facebook at Rarity Photography. You can email her at rarityphotos at gmail.com. And Johnny, how do you get a hold of her on the horn? You can give her a nice phone call at 863 863- 
303-373-3789. Once again, that is Rarity, Rarity Photography. Photography. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. And I'm Johnny, and I have Deuce. What's going on, man? And, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And, uh, Deuce, this year was the first ever PlayStation experience. Really? That part I did not know. You didn't get to watch it, right? I did not get to watch it because it was over the weekend, and I I had a bunch of uh, personal things going on. It was was online, so it was online only through their Twitch stream. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Um, Which we have a Twitch stream now. We sure do. We sure have a. And how do you find us on Twitch there, Johnny? There. Uh, Twitch.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Just find us on there, and uh, we're the only happy hour podcast on Twitch, so you cannot mistake us for other people. And if you didn't know, we have our logo up there as well. Two 8-bit, little 8-bit. Uh, little beer mugs. Beer mugs that I created uh, in Photoshop. So Nice. That, that was really cool. I really like that. And, of course, you guys know when we're, we're going to start doing the video reviews, we'll have like this our little many. 8-bit mugs because we're doing it a, a 1 out of 10 mugs. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun. But the PlayStation Experience, you know, because you have all these different conventions. I, yeah. I'm a big, I'm, I love watching these conventions. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, E3 is the big one. And then, of course, GDC, you know, Game Developers Conference. Yeah. Uh, you've got PAX. I mean, there's so many different ones they have. But Sony goes, hey, why don't we make our own convention? Which is smart as Which hell. Which is smart. And why don't we unveil brand new games? And they were like, all right, let's do it. And uh, so I made some notes uh, for the PlayStation Experience. The first thing right out of the gate, they don't they don't wait. No. First thing right out of the gate, they talk about Uncharted Four, and holy shit, dude! Yeah, I saw that. The that jump I saw. from PS3 to PS4 is ridiculous. And I'm gonna just for reference, while we're talking, I'm gonna just show Deuce again what what Nathan Drake looked like on PS3. To what he looks like on PS4. Oh my god! It, it, yeah, it, it, it's it phenomenal. Is, it is mind blowing. What yeah. he he looks photorealistic I mean, yeah. in the new one. It is photorealistic, insane. and I also like that they aged him appropriately. Yep. Like now he looks like he's probably mid thirties. Oh yeah, 30s. he's got a little bit of gray on the sides. Yeah. Like he, it is, but that's Uncharted Three, dude. Yeah, that's Uncharted Four. I mean, I'm showing him. I'm difference. showing him the before and after. Night you can find and that day online. Difference. It is insane. Like how good that looks. But what I loved about it was like the. This is still, they're still in like pre-alpha, st- or they're in alpha stage right yeah. now. They're still working on it. It's I don't know, man. The, the, next did year. you see the level that they played through? It looked amazing. Yeah, I, that didn't look like alpha footage to me. That looked like some very, unless they like just polished the shit out of it. They that polished looked, it. I mean, they, they yeah. do, they, they're known for doing a quick demo yeah. for, for these conventions and whatnot. Uh, I I don't know what the release date is yet, so hopefully we'll get it sometime. If I was going to take a, a wild stab, I would say October, November, next yeah. Christmas for yeah. sure. Holiday it'll, season, it'll push units. People, oh, yeah. will, people will buy a PS4 for, for and they'll Uncharted. make a, a PS4 Uncharted unit. Mock my words, they'll do a, a, a Uncharted and they bundle. Need to. You know yeah. why? Because what else is coming out that year? Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is now, as we heard, yeah, is being published by Microsoft. Yeah. What? You didn't hear that news? No. I'm dropping that now. I'm dropping Drop that piece the of, bomb. I'm dropping that piece of news right now. Uh, Microsoft just came out and said they're publishing it. They're putting their full money into this game. Wow. So that makes people scared. Now, this is not confirmed. Yeah. But when someone publishes a game, that usually means it's not coming out on another platform. So it might be only Xbox One. Wow. That's huge news. It's not confirmed. But when they said it's exclusive, 
maybe they were right. It is exclusive. So. I'm not going to lie. If this was an Outcast song, it'd be Bombs Over Baghdad. Because, yeah. man, that's crazy. So they need, uh, Sony needs that Uncharted 4 to come out. And and, it, you really got to do something that is a, a head-to-head competitor. Because the only, in my opinion, game that would be a competitor, that new Tomb Raider, which was phenomenal for the PS4, yeah. would be Uncharted. Because, yeah. I mean, it's a platformer, it's got puzzles, it's right. got shooting. I would say, you know, Tomb Raider learned a lot from Uncharted. So. Oh, yeah, the new Tomb Raider has got basically Uncharted in its DNA. Right, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, Uncharted looked fantastic. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And, of course, you know, there's a lot of titles I got announced. Uh, you know, I have a PlayStation Vita. Love it. It's a handheld. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of indie games. That Kyle's going to check check out for a little bit while I, yeah. while I announce this stuff. Of course, uh, Skytorn looks fantastic. Uh, Shovel Knight is now was a play, uh, was a Wii U exclusive. Now is going to be on PS4 and on PS3 and Vita. So I'm Ooh, very nice, very excited nice. about Cause that. Because that that Shovel Knight you did show me, I it loved looked pretty it. cool. It's excellent. Um, Enter the Gungeon, which is another 8-bit game, looks really really cool. Uh, what else do we got here? I don't know. Uh, but the biggest news that came out, other than uh, other than um, uh, Charter Four was the Street Fighter Five. That was crazy. It looked insane, and same thing. Sony is publishing it, so it will not be on a Microsoft console. It's just it PC, which I thought was a, like. Let me say that is magajones because uh, people love Street Fighter games. They love them, and saying that it's only going to be on PS Four that's a big line in the sand you just drew. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the Banner Saga, Broken Age, Super Time Force, um, they're all going to be on um, Sony platforms, so be on the lookout for that stuff. But the biggest news that came out of uh, the biggest troll of the year, Sony wins the Troll of the Year Award, <laughs> which wasn't on the Game of the Year Awards. Sony it wins should be. Next year, they might add it, the Troll of the Year Award. The Troll of the Year Award for 2014 goes to Sony for their announcing of Final Fantasy VII. Because those of you who didn't know, Final Fantasy VII is a very acclaimed RPG from uh, Square Enix. And we've been wanting a remastered version of that game for years. When they showed the PS3 tech demo, they teased what a remastered Final Fantasy VII would look like. See, I never saw that footage. I'll have to show you after we record it. It looks fantastic. And and for all these years, we've been waiting every E3... We've been waiting. We want a remastered version. Yeah. It'll run on PS4. It'll look fantastic. Of course. So all of a sudden, they're talking about all these games, Broken Age, and all this stuff, and all of a sudden, they flash the logo. The whole audience stands up, starts screaming and cheering, and then they start talking about it. Oh, it's the PC port. From 97. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, you hear the crickets in the background. Yeah, because, um... They just pulled off the Troll of the Year award there. The internet exploded, and then it died, and it imploded on itself. So, yeah, that's... But the good news is there is good merit. I, The fact that you can get it on your PS4, like someone like Kyle, like, is good yeah, news. Yeah, a is prime example, uh, for me, it is good news because I will buy it, and I will play it on my PS4. 
The other good news is I think it'll probably only be twenty bucks. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be cheap. Yeah, uh, so I can get it cheap. I can play it. I don't have to worry about you know pulling no. out a PS one or something to play it or finding the stuff to play it. I can just do it on my PS four, which now, would be cool. Now the PC port is better looking than the um, the PlayStation port. Yeah. So I mean, it's smoother. They're gonna run this in HD, so it's gonna look prettier. Uh, some of the localization is going to be updated. Um, it's going to be Aerith instead of Air, or uh, Aerith instead of Aeris. Uh, you know, there was some issues there localization. Uh, also, they said they're fixing some of the things. Localization, that yeah, yeah. From I, the I don't uh, know what that word means. Localization. Uh, I, I'm talking about the translation. That's what that means. Oh, that's that what it means. I'm sorry. Localization means when you take the game from the original source like Japan and you take everything and, and you translate, translate it, it yeah. you localize it it's what they call it into the language that you need to put it in um, yeah. anywhere from text menus all the way up to the actual dialogue yeah. they call that localization so there are some issues there with localization that they're, uh, they're that they fix for the PC port and yeah so it looks it looks good I will say this in its defense even though I probably will be the only person on the defense of it I'm probably still going to buy it for I, PS4 I'm going to buy it they're going to get our money we know yeah. that they're, people are going to buy it because yeah. it's something to play on your PS4 and I'm going to buy it and play it because I've never played it but the only reason I'm actually kind of excited that it's not a, a huge remaster is because this will be the closest I can get to the original experience without pulling out a PlayStation 1 and Final Fantasy VII and a memory card and controller and playing right, it. Right. So it, I will be able to play it as close to the original experience that everybody else had, which is this huge touchstone for RPG gamers like yourself right. that I will ever get, which I think is pretty cool. So, yeah, it won't be as pretty as maybe people want it, but right. at least I'll have as close to everybody else as that original experience, which right. I think is pretty cool. You know, I, I definitely agree. Um but yeah, Sony, what were you thinking? You knew people want that. They've yeah. been wanting that forever. What is up with that? <laughs> um, speaking of Final Fantasy, uh, Square Enix also listed that their their Final Fantasy X, X2 remaster for the PS3 is being ported to PS4. Yeah. Excellent, excellent yeah. news. Because I never actually ended up buying it for the PS3. Yeah. It wasn't that I didn't want it. I just... I knew the PS4 was ramping up. I didn't really want to play my uh, PS3, yeah. so but I'm kind of glad I waited now because now I can play it on my uh, on my um, PS4. Yeah. Now it's been 20 years since the the PS1 came out. In that's Japan, true. 94. Yeah. It's crazy to think it's been 20 years. So that's one of the reasons they wanted to do the PlayStation experience. You've yeah. got this new, you know, um, you know, new convention and everything to yeah. kind of glorify and lift up the PlayStation because. Yeah. PlayStation, they revolutionized gaming. We talked about this before in several episodes, but they 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 took it and made games cheaper to make because before yeah. before PlayStation, it was uh, Nintendo making stuff sixty four on yeah. cartridges, and yeah. that was so expensive to make. Yeah. CDs were so easy to print, and they were so cheap. So much easier. And to they make. expanded the amount of data you can put instead of yep. a cartridge. So uh, PlayStation pretty much revolutionized. They also they their Dual Shock well, actually it wasn't a Dual Shock controller at the time. Their regular controller that they had pretty much cha- before the analog before the yeah, dual shock yeah. they changed they kind of pretty much defined what a controller looks like oh know, yeah for the modern age yeah. so they all 360 and, and everybody and all, based it off the original off playstation of, exactly. controller the playstation sure. controller was very innovative a and of very, course very once you and they were so. the first ones with the analog sticks like that mm-hmm. uh dual analog excuse me because uh 64 well, that was had a playstation the one 2 that had the dual shock no 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 
PlayStation 1 had the DualShock? Yeah, PlayStation 1 came out. I actually have my original PlayStation 1 still, and yeah. I have and I bought the DualShock uh, 1 controller. There's a DualShock 1 controller. Oh, wow. So yeah. they actually put out a DualShock controller. Yeah, cuz it was it was it was the first game that was compatible with Metal Gear Solid because Metal Gear Solid That's had, right, because yeah. you needed dual thumbsticks to play it and you could not play it without the DualShock. Well, it was also it was one of the first games that made that used the made to use the rumble feature. Yeah. So it was really really uh popular at the time for that. So Because correct me if I'm wrong, and we're throwing it in the way back machine, the original PlayStation controller, it was the the up down, left, the right. Directional the directional pad. directional, and then the four buttons, and the two up top, and that was it. That was it. And then, that's what you got when you got the machine, right. and then later, like a year or two later, you could buy the DualShock 1, which was a DualShock exactly. controller, which you needed for Metal Gear Solid 2, correct? For which Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear Solid 2. two well, well, Me- PlayStation 1 had Metal Gear Solid, uh, and then PlayStation 2 had Metal Gear Solid uh, 2. No, the Metal Gear Solid was the one oh, where yeah. you needed it. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a PlayStation 1 game where you could not play it without the Oh, I don't know DualShock. if you couldn't play it without it. I think you could still play it without it. Uh, I, I think it enhanced your experience. So, okay, so. okay. But, uh, yes, you know, hats off to Sony. They're still continuing to make games. And they're actually... The PS4 is outpacing... Um, is on pace to be. It is the fastest selling game in a game console in history. Yes. Like so, it is. It's on record to outpace the PS2, which sold yeah. over 150 million units. Insane the number yeah. of you know, units. So, uh, whoever said console gaming is dead should check out the numbers between Xbox One and PS4. No joke. So, um, well, we're very big, proud uh, PlayStation fans. Uh, we love what they've done these last 20 years. And what they've revolutionized the industry with, and so uh, the PlayStation experience is awesome. I hope they continue to do it for next year. Oh, for sure, it's uh, r- r- a lot of fun. Do so. We'll have to maybe do a, like a live stream on it, or, or talk Definitely. about it, or do a review as we're watching it. We, I think we're gonna try that for next year, right? We're gonna do. Well, I definitely want to do it for E three if possible. We're gonna do a live Twitch stream while we're watching of the all e- the three uh, conferences for E three, and I might have to take some days off from work. But oh, I'm, that's I'm easy willing. enough. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll do it because it'll be awesome to talk about it immediately, and happens. then have an episode to throw in the can immediately, yeah. so we don't have to wait. That'll be awesome, um, and uh, that'd be great. I'm looking forward to doing that. So. Um, Definitely, you know, hit us up. Let us know what you think. If you're a PlayStation fan, you know, let us know what you think. If you saw the Game Awards, check them out. You know, yeah. you can see the whole vi- the whole awards on YouTube. Someone posted the whole yeah. link. Uh, definitely let us know what you thought of the PlayStation experience. Uh, we loved it. Uh, let us know. And there's several ways people can find us, Deuce. You can hit us up on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. You can also find us on Facebook. You go to the search bar at the top and you put Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And you can find us that way. Yep. And of course, so you can send us a line, um, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Yep. So uh, definitely there's several ways you can find us. Twitch.tv forward slash a happy hour podcast. So definitely check us out on there. We're going to be definitely. doing, we're going to be starting, especially the year 2015. We're really going to be pushing these videos. We really want to get this out there. And our YouTube page, yep. which we've already got videos up on. Yep. That's uh, uh, youtube.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And so. make sure you hit that subscribe button because we're going to have a lot of hot, hot happy hour with Johnny and Deuce podcast uh, show. All kinds of good, yummy, yummy videos coming your way. Oh, yeah, so definitely. you just got to be ready for all that good content that's coming video-wise here in the very, very near future. Exactly. And remember, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there are two hashtags you want to talk about. Hashtag, Hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast, podcast 
and hashtag, hashtag deuces on the loose. loose. See ya. Later.